Money FM 89.3. Best of drive time. Under the radar. You're listening to Money FM 89.3, and it's now time for Under the Radar with me, Chua Tian Tian. Now, today we are going to talk all about being a modern farmer in Singapore. Now, armed with technology from Israel that has turned strips of deserts into fruit orchards, our guest today is from Neta Tech Group, which is known for building farms and growing some of the most commonly eaten vegetables in Singapore. Your naibai, your kailan, and water spinach. Now, unlike traditional farms, Netatech uses drip irrigation to water crops, which, of course, saves costs, labor, and improved yields. Now, the firm says it's also the first company to introduce drip irrigation into sky-rise greeneries and urban farms in the island state. But besides building farms and growing vegetables, a good part of Netatech's business involves providing high-tech farming solutions like urban irrigation and even storm water management to industry players. So how exactly does the company define the space that it is in right now? And to what extent will the company need to export its farming solutions overseas in countries such as Thailand to achieve economies of scale? So for more, I'm joined by David Tan, Group CEO at Natatech Group. David, welcome to the show. Hello. Hello, great to have you on board. And David, before we get started, I understand Natatech Group you build farms, urban farms, and you grow vegetables in Singapore. But at the same time, the company is very much into providing high-tech farming solutions, the engineering side of things. So take mm-hmm. us through your value proposition and business model then. Okay. So uh, let me describe a little bit about how we started. So mm-hmm. about 15 years ago, uh, we have a vision to uh, provide, uh, you know, to solve uh, Singapore food security uh, challenges. Right, because we import from you know uh, ninety more than ninety five percent of our food. Mm. So when we started, uh, we got the Israeli uh, company that invented the drip uh, irrigation mm. uh, to Singapore, and we tried to implement drip irrigation uh, in the area that uh, we uh, moved towards this uh, food uh, security and this food production. Mm. So what happened was that at the point in time there was no. Uh, in fact, uh, agriculture is still very primitive, and uh, you know, predominantly are the traditional farmers. Yeah. So we, how to survive? Then we were thinking. Then uh, we were inspired by the gardens. By the way, we saw that gardens by the bay, the vertical greeneries, are uh, all using uh, drip irrigation. Mm. So that's how we started. So, okay, in order to survive, why don't we go towards the sky rise greenery and then apply drip irrigation on the vertical green walls and then also the green roofs. So mm. that's how we started. Uh, then, 15 years ago. Mm. All right. And yeah, so that was the journey. And then uh, we move on to uh, harvesting rainwater. Yeah. Uh, recycle it for, uh, you know, when you need to use water for irrigation for the green green wall, green roofs, right? Mm. So it's not so sustainable to use portable water. Uh, so we move on to harvest uh, rainwater from the roof, mm. uh, which Singapore has ample rain, right? Yep. Uh, so we, we harvest the rainwater from the roof and we treat them for uh, irrigation for the greenery. So that is the first part of our uh, seven years journey. Mm. Isn't that the first part? Mm. Yeah. And so let's talk a little bit about the different business verticals you have, David. Uh, just now you were talking quite a bit about the engineering side of things, the high-tech solutions, mm-hmm. but you also built farms as well. So uh, which is the most important vertical for you when it comes to dollars and cents? Who are your customers? I understand you're a consultant for the mm-hmm. Drone Lake Gardens as well. So tell us more about your customer base. 
Okay, so over the years, we have built up our uh, know-how in terms of uh, rainwater harvesting and stormwater management. Uh, today, the, uh, this vertical is still the, the main uh, bulk of our revenue uh, because it's very mature and very stable. Uh, and then the, what happens is after the first part of the journey, the last seven years, uh, mm. we started to build up the uh, urban farming ah, uh, technology. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about the farming vertical, David. I understand NetAttack, you guys were quoted in a Tech in Asia report back in 2021 that you expect to have a cluster of five urban farms in a public housing estate in Singapore mm-hmm. by the end of 2021, potentially mm-hmm. another 500 vertical farms around Singapore five years from 2021. I'm sure mm-hmm. the numbers have changed now. What are we looking at in terms of your skill? Okay, so I think uh, partly due to the COVID, uh, when we uh, started the vertical farm, the idea is to hyper-localize uh, the farm uh, in uh, you know residential area. Uh, one of the reasons by doing so is to reduce the uh, food mile and the transportation and also the cold chain. All right. So mm-hmm. uh, that was the idea. And uh, it was uh, funded by uh, Tomasic and uh, to build the first vertical greeneries uh, at Tampines, uh, Block 146. Mm-hmm. Now, it, uh, after the test, uh, uh, proof of value, uh, it proved very successful. Uh, mm. Because we are able to reduce the cost tremendously, uh, mm. and then we can supply, you know, to the neighborhood. Mm. Uh, and then uh, we are planning to uh, expand, yeah. but ex- expanding uh, and uh, prototype is different. Eh? So yeah, okay. prototype is a temporary structure, mm. but expanding, you are talking about, you know, you we need to uh, uh, comply to many codes of practice, uh, safety, and stuff like that. So we are undergoing right now uh, the review and also submissions of plan. Mm. Uh, to get ready for uh, scaling up. So that's the uh, uh, current situation. And also because of delay uh, was due to uh, COVID and then the you know, lockdown and, and situation uh, that changes the whole uh, expansion plan. Mm. We will talk about the challenges of scaling up in just a bit. But David, very quickly, looking at the competitive landscape like when it comes to building urban farms and providing those uh, high-tech farming solutions, Netatech says it is the first company to introduce drip irrigation technology into skyrise greeneries in Singapore. But do you see yourself operating in a relatively uncharted arena? Uh, yeah, but yeah, actually it's quite related. Mm. Uh, instead of farming on mental, uh, we farm uh, edible crops. Right. Mm. Uh, the big difference is that uh, ornamental crops are not cash crops. So basically, as long as it looks nice and green, you know, and then shield the heat from the building, it's mm. all right. But for cash crops, it's not uh, because uh, you need to produce uh, the highest yield. Uh, mm. And also, there is also uh, pest, you know, uh, crop protection. And also, uh, you need access uh, to the vertical. So these are some of the challenges that we need to overcome. Uh, but Overall, uh, vertical greeneries and vertical farm, uh, basically the fundamental is quite uh, similar. Uh, basically, for divide the nutrients to the plant and grow the crops and then harvest it. Uh, mm. But this is the edible crops rather than just the ornamental plant. Mm. But in either case, I think, um, uh, David, if I may clarify my question, I was looking at in terms of the market, do you think it is saturated with a lot of competition coming in or mm-hmm. are you operating in more of like a blue ocean? Oh, you're absolutely right. I mean, price is very sensitive, especially we talk about, you know, uh, staple green. Uh, and uh, because our competition comes from the neighboring countries as well as, you know, overseas. Oh. Uh, so price point is very important. There are certain psychological ceiling. So when you cross it, it's going to, you know, you, the, the, the demand is going to be like dwindled down. Mm. Uh, so we we have to be very con- conscious about 
the uh, capital expenses and operating expenses. Uh, that's why hyper-localization is the, probably a solution uh, because uh, typically in terms of distribution and then the cold chain take up at least 50% mm-hmm. of the cost. If you're just tuning in, we're now speaking to David Tan, Group CEO at Netatech Group. And aside from competition, uh, David, let's take a look at challenges in scaling the business. I know we mentioned 500 vertical farms by 2026, but uh, to what extent can your business achieve economies of scale in Singapore? Because we were talking to some players in the solar farm industry on the show and they said Singapore is more of like an R&D hub for them to test mm-hmm. bit their solutions, then they yeah. export their tech solutions overseas to scale up to lower the cost. Do you think this mm-hmm. is the case for Netatech as well? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the economies of scale is very important, uh, especially when we build vertical farm, which is uh, modular. Uh, so if you have a number of systems, uh, you know, the market is uh, enlarged, uh, definitely your cost will, will come down. Uh, mm-hmm. That will improve the return of investment in terms of the time period. Uh, but the most important thing at the end is still the OPEX, right? Uh, yeah. If you if your revenue cannot cover the the capital expense, uh, sorry, uh, operation expenses every month, then it's a negative cash flow, and then you will not work. So uh, that's why we are very conscious in terms of uh, the financial side. Mm-hmm. Not only the capex, we need ROI within uh, the investable time frame. Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of uh, OPEX, you need to be uh, good enough to continue to sustain the business and and, and scale. Mm. Do you think? you can actually stay within Singapore or is there a need for you to really push overseas to look at the region? Yeah, I think I think all Singapore companies should look at it. the region or not. If not, it's the whole world as a playground, right? Yeah. Because we are so connected to the world. And uh, so Singapore is really a big uh, living lab and a proof of value. Uh, and then uh, from there, every, I, I think every single Singapore company has to look into at least the region as a, as a market rather than mm. just our small little island. Okay. And beyond our island state, which are the countries you're looking at when it comes to overseas expansion? I know you do have a presence in Thailand and the Philippines, but take us yeah. through the importance or the role of the different markets for you. Yeah, so we are looking at a regional market, like uh, the other one is Indonesia. Yeah. Uh, each market has its own microclimate, its, its own uh, strengths and challenges. Uh, we also need to look into the logistic, uh, you know, um, transportation and what kind of uh, produce that we need to uh, farm, right, to be uh, sustainable. So these are all the considerations, uh, not only just technical, but I think technology is going to play a part of it. But mm. financial and then the, the crops, uh, logistics and cold chain are the major part of the of the considerations. Mm. And let's talk about product offerings, David. Netatech has managed to grow rice from a vertical farm at a Tampanese HDB estate. <laughs> and I, I must admit, I'm a follower of your LinkedIn post. Where Thank you. You talk about how grapes can be grown in Thailand. So what are some of your newer high-tech farming solutions you're bringing into Singapore? To what extent will that help farmers here, including yourself, grow seasonal crops? Yeah, so um, yeah. besides all this, right, in terms of uh, climate uh, controls and monitoring, we are now bringing uh, in technology like genetic uh, engineering uh, in terms of uh, AI, data analytics in Singapore. I think Singapore can play a big role in this area. Uh, very much uh, it's a you know, blue ocean from the biotech industry. Mm. Uh, we are looking at how do we able to uh, edit uh, the, the, the gene of the plant to suit the uh, very high temperature and high humidity uh, climate of Singapore. By knowing the, the, the tools and the skill, eventually we are able to help uh, other countries as well, especially in the tropical region, which uh, research and development is pretty lagged behind uh, the temperate world. 
Hmm. Okay. We love to talk about money or under the radar, David. Uh-huh. Uh, Tech pulled in uh, in 2021, and you guys pulled in 5.5 million Sing dollars in revenue. What are we looking at for 2023? Also, putting this question together, any future plans for this year? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I don't know where you get the number from, but <laughs> we, 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 yeah, actually we recovered from uh, COVID, right? Because one of the part of the industry that we are in, in, in buildings, so it was a very tough time, but you know, thank, thanks to the, uh, uh, you know, uh, the, the help from the government and uh, we are able to recover. So I think right now we are recover stronger. Uh, we should be able to uh, double or triple our, at least uh, our, mm our revenue in the next few years, uh, is really uh, looking into you know, scaling, uh, not only locally, but overseas as well. Uh, mm. And also during COVID, it was a blessing that uh, we have built our own farms in, in Thailand at regional, uh, that we continue to supply you know, our own farm produce overseas back to Singapore. So I think that scale mo- scaling model mm. will, be, uh, will be crucial for Singapore food security, which is the third basket of, uh, of uh, Singapore food security strategy. Mm, all right, exciting days. I do want to clarify that, uh, David, we got the numbers from your earlier Tech in Asia report. So uh, very excited <laughs> okay. to find out what's next. That was David Tan, Group CEO at Netatech Group. Thank you very much for joining us on Money FM 89.3. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance.